Hi, this is John. And I'm Cecilia. From Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks. And you're listening to the Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey guys, please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out our merch and all episodes. Also, please look for our social media at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Bigfoot Club One. That's Bigfoot Club number one. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads on YouTube. Hello, everybody. Robert Dominguez, Bigfoot Club Podcast, Season 4, Episode 11. Before I get started on uh, this podcast, um, I wanted to say a couple weeks ago, Bigfoot Club and Pentex lost a really good friend, Cecilia Strozner Clark, passed away. Um, she was a big fan of Bigfoot Club Podcast, and she was a big supporter of Pentex uh, Facebook group. Uh, Cecilia ran uh, Crazy Cat Paranormal Podcast, and um, she was a guest on Bigfoot Club Podcast the first season. So I was on her podcast twice, So, um, and well, actually three times. So she was a big supporter, and she was well-loved, well-liked in, in the paranormal community in the state of Texas. She will be sorely, sorely missed. Um I cannot say enough good things about this lady. She was just she was just an all around good person and she loved supporting people and she loved talking with the paranormal and she loves just learning and just just hearing other people's stories. So um she's gonna be sorely, sorely missed. So I would just say to everybody, please play, um please pray for her husband and her family. Uh, and just, I just want them to have, you know, love and support. So we can't say enough good things about her. So you will be missed. So this weekend I was at, um, Southeast Texas Bigfoot, Bigfoot Roadshow in Mineola, Texas. Um, I've been to a lot of Bigfoot conferences and paranormal conferences and, uh, this one was, um, was really enjoyable. I really had a good time there. I ran into some people that I haven't seen in forever, uh, and then I ran in. I ran into a lot of people that I didn't know. Uh, some fans. Um, I wish I'd have got their names, but it was some people there that um, had listened to the Bigfoot Club podcast and then showed up and told me, "Hey, you're you're Bigfoot Club, and I'm here just for you." And, uh, and I'm sorry if I didn't get your name, uh, your names, and. Uh, please forgive me. I wish, uh, please, please message me and give me your name so I could give you a shout out on the next show. Um, but I was, I was just overwhelmed with emotion because I didn't, you know, I know we do the, like this podcast, Stephen and I, and uh, we've kind of grown it in the last, you know, two and a half years. And, but it still hits me like really hard when people say, hey, I love your show. And it's just, I don't know. It's overwhelming, and I, I, and I teared up when they were talking to me about you know the show, uh, or they were there for us, just for us. So um, thank you all that showed up and um, supported me. So I really, really enjoyed that. So 
so I also got to meet a lot of new people that I haven't I haven't really met before in like in the Bigfoot and paranormal community. And uh, they were really like supportive and um, I really enjoyed it. So, but um, I will say that when I first got there, I got there pretty early in the morning uh, set up. I think uh, the vendors were getting set up um, like around seven. And so I get there, get out and they, they see my shirt, Bigfoot Club. And because like Bigfoot Club is a sponsor for the Bigfoot Roadshow, so they knew I was a sponsor, and they would just say, you know, I didn't even know who they were. And I go, "Hey, Bigfoot Club's here," so I thought it was kind of neat. So, um, but I get there, and um, I hear rumors about the Lake Country Playhouse that it's haunted, and so I wanted to check it out. And so um, I was talking to uh, Michelle Miller. She's one of the Michelle and Russell Miller are the ones that run the Bigfoot Roadshow. Uh, they they um, they're organizers for it. So I see Michelle Miller and I ask her. I say, "Hey, can I go? Can I go inside the theater? Because, like I said, I had heard rumors that it was it was haunted, um, and so uh, they were telling me that it was the it was the longest." It is the oldest running active theater in the state of Texas. It's 102 years old. So this first part, um, I go in and I kind of feel like uh, like I had anxiety or something. So I was kind of like feeling kind of nervous when I first walked in, and it felt um, it felt kind of like uh, like I was going through some EMF stuff. So just felt kind of really weird, kind of spooky. And so I go in and I, you know, I pull out spirit box, I pull out some K2 meters, uh, and I start asking some, uh, some questions, doing some EVP sessions. So this first part of this podcast is that is me walking into the theater and, uh, doing a little mini investigation before anybody else walks into the theater, before the speakers, before the guests show up. So this, I hope you enjoy it. Here you go. Hey everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club. I'm actually at the Bigfoot Roadshow in Mineola, Texas. I'm currently set up outside. Uh, it's still kind of early. It's about around 7 in the morning. Uh, just doing preliminary, just walking, just talking around, see if I can get talk, talk to some people. There's, a lot, there's mostly vendors here right now, but I was going to take this opportunity. I was going to try to go into uh, the theater itself and just walk around to see if I get a feel because they're, they're saying that this uh, theater is uh, is haunted and so I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in there real quick and just talk see if I can pick up anything so I'm just gonna walk in here real quick and pull out some gear is there anybody here in the theater with me right now anybody at all I hear that there's a a little girl in here that was killed outside. If you can come over here and just touch this this device I have, uh, we can communicate. Um, you can touch that one, and I'll put out a couple more. If you just want to come over here and just touch these, feel free to do so. 
I got a couple that I got going. There's some people walking in right now, so. Somebody needs an extension cord. <laughs> so, I hear that there's a little girl in here. So, if you're in here, um, if you can hear my voice, try to communicate with, with me. There's going to be a lot of people in here. So, are you going to be angry that there's a lot of people in here right now? Do you like having a lot of people in here? Watching shows, talking? Is there anybody else here that's other than the little girl that's preventing her from talking? put on a spirit box is there anybody in here I hear there's a little girl in here you want to come talk to us say a couple words communicate You want to talk to us? I just wanted to talk to anybody in here, so... So, if you want to communicate with someone else on why you're here, talk to us. It's my favorite music. Anybody? Anybody here? Did you hear that? So far I'm in the theater, I haven't gotten too much uh, activity. But I kind of felt something whenever I first walked in. Um, anyway. I don't know if I'm, I'm sure there's 
uh, there's other people that research this place, but um, yeah. Can anybody say anything to us? Do you have a message for anybody? No? I hear nothing but broken stuff. If you guys can hear something, let us know in the comments or email us at bigfootclub1 at gmail.com. I'm going to put this down, and I'm going to walk around with you, okay? So, just wanted to walk real quick. Just get a little feel while I have the spirit box moving or playing back there. Just going to walk over to the stage, the EMF detector, and just see if I can pick up some stuff so far I don't I don't have any readings in here at all so I'm gonna probably make this really quick because uh, I want to go out and talk to people about Bigfoot so but anywho I felt something initially when I first came in but I don't feel anything anymore so no yeah kind of interesting interesting place it's an old building I don't know how old it is the guy was telling me but I forgot <laughs> anywho So after the, after I do that, I I walk around a little bit, and I run into uh, George Jones. He's the caretaker for the for the theater, and uh, I run into him. So I wanted to go talk to him to confirm about the hauntings, and so I walk over to him, and he starts telling me about the history of Mineola and the theater and the history of the theater, and a little bit of the history of the um, adjacent buildings. They're tied into uh, that main street block. And so this is my interview with George Jones and his buddy, Mark, or Mark. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Hey, George. Hey, I hear that the, that the theater here is haunted. That is true. Is that, um, what's, what's the story behind that, if you don't mind me, if you don't mind talking about it? Well, that's a pretty long story. I'm I'm good. <laughs> well, first of all, the theater is 102 years old. It's seen a lot of history. Uh -huh. Started out with no roof. It was open air, called the Air Dome, and they would bring vaudeville type acts and put them in there on the stage, and people sat in lawn chairs and watched it. Wow! Back in 1920 uh, is when it opened. About 15 years later, they started improving, and they added an ice cream parlor and a candy store in the front. And then another 10 years went by, and they enclosed the whole thing and made it a bona fide movie theater. And after that, 
a lot more things happened. There's been so many people that have come through here that have passed away that this was their entertainment. This is what they loved. Right. Uh, and later on, they added the stage and became live plays and theater. And several of our actors over the years have passed away. And they loved it so much, we believe several of them have come back. So we've got a couple of actors that have passed away that are still haunting the stage. And if we do something they don't like, they let us know. Like they move stuff around? Oh, or they'll they... move stuff. They'll come up. They'll come up and be like, hey. They'll push you. <laughs> yeah. We've got a little girl that haunts the back room that likes to braid hair. I heard the story about uh, a little African-American girl that was killed out here. and it was... There's... All, there's a, we've identified nine different spirits in there. Wow. The most friendly one uh, is an older black fellow who he seems to try to take care of the upstairs area. Mm -hmm. And every Thursday when I'm sitting in my office up there, I hear footsteps approaching the office and they stop right outside the door. And I go, sorry, it's not payday. And then you hear them walk away. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Do you get like nauseated or any kind of like that? Or no, I don't. Dizzy? But I've had people that... Uh, they felt really cold spots and things like that, and a couple of folks have uh, actually said, "Nope, I will not go in those dressing rooms ever again." I uh, I got here pretty early, and I walked in there, and I kind of felt something different. Mm -hmm. So I, I have like a spirit box, and I have like mm -hmm. some EMF detectors, and so I pulled them out, and I just walked around, and asked some questions. I don't know if I got anything, but uh, you might have. Yeah, that place is haunted. This place is haunted. And this place is haunted. Wow. This place and that place together used to be the English funeral home. So we're talking about the Lake uh, um, Country Playhouse, and we're talking about the English funeral home, which is now the Oldie Curiosity Shop. So And the Annex. And the Annex here in uh, Mineola. So. The Curiosity Shop used to be the old English funeral home. Wow. And, uh, and Ballman and all that stuff, right? All that stuff. It was all done. Wow. And that was the Masonic Lodge, and the doctor's office was upstairs right there. And I bet there's stuff the in there. I bet there's stuff in that Masonic Lodge. Can't get in there to find out. Who, who, you know, who owns it? I don't have a clue. Man. It's been locked up for the last three or four years. That's crazy, man. We, we can't talk to any, like anybody in City Hall, sure? I have no idea. But the mayor's going to be here in a few minutes, so maybe we can talk to her. Hey, okay, all right. Yeah. Now you see that gentleman right there on the bench? Yeah. He's my ghost hunting buddy and partner. Yeah. And he's uh, running the shop today. And he also does past life regressions. Wow. So you might want to talk to him about okay. that. Okay, I'll go over and go. What's, uh, what's his name? His name is Mark. Mark, thanks, thanks, George. You're welcome. Mark, he was uh, he was telling me that you do uh, like the paranormal stuff here. Yeah. I do. You got you got any stories you want to share or you want to care to talk about or oh, anything yeah. like that? You want about this area? Yes, especially? yes, sir. If he's told you about the things that happened back in here, he has not told. He just told me he was haunted. Uh, there is some some things that's going on back there. We had a, an investigation there a week ago tonight, actually. Uh huh. We had one young lady that got scratched on her back. Three scratches or just one scratch? Three scratches. Wow, that's. Um, and, just, and that's the second time they've gone after her. So, wow. Something, something with her that they don't particularly like. One of our investigators that he's been doing this for this for years. We had to escort him out. He was nauseated on that stuff. Nauseated, was didn't know who he was for a minute. So. Some interesting things going on there. Yeah. So the theater across the street, the annex here, this building, the train depot, this whole area is right. Active. Okay. And I don't know if you're familiar. There's a big three.
three-story Victorian mansion back here. I am not. That's the Hog Mansion, and it's actually which is an accredited university for esoteric studies. Yeah. Is that kind of a, I think that's that's pretty answer. deep. That's pretty deep. Wow. Okay, well, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Mark Robertson. Mark Robertson, Robert Dominguez, Bigfoot Club Podcast. So I also, I run into um, six speakers for the Bigfoot Roadshow. Um, most of the speakers were really busy talking to people or they were just running around or they were just selling stuff. So I wasn't able to talk to all the, all the speakers. So I was interviewing people and then I was trying to, I was trying to get interviews with people. And so anytime I ran into, um, a speaker, I would just try to ask him what are they going to be talking about on the conference? So I talked to Nick Renfern first and I asked him about what he's going to be talking about. And, um, and then I ran into Ken Gearhart. Uh, I wasn't, wasn't able to talk to Lyle Blackburn, Daniel Jones, Jeff Stewart. Uh, or, or I did talk to George Jones. So so I wasn't able to talk to any of those other guys. Um, but uh, this is the interview with... This is my interview with Nick Renford and Ken Gearhart. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, hey Nick. Hey, right, man. Robert Dominguez. Hey, Robert. Bigfoot Club Podcast. How's everything going, man? Yeah. Um, you're like speaking today, right? Or are you, are you not? I'm on in about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you really? Yeah. What, do you, what are you covering, if, if you don't mind me asking? Well, mine's a little bit different. Instead of doing Bigfoot, I'm doing Littlefoot. Littlefoot, okay. Well, because around the world there have been a lot of reports of unknown apes. Right. Which, but they're only sort of about this high. There's like some in South America. Um, the most famous one um, is no, <coughs> excuse me, uh, in the in Indonesian islands. Right. There's a lot of reports there where they look like chimpanzees, the size of a chimpanzee. They're, they're they walking walk upright. upright. Upright, okay, yeah. yeah. So you interviewed some people on that or you just... Okay. Yeah. And I'll actually I'll be talking with some of the um, in the interview I'll be talking about the some of the cases and um, people, you know, the pictures of the people and the locations. And okay. Everything. Okay. Well, good yeah. deal, man. I'm I'm excited about it. All right. Well, thanks. No problem, man. Right. Thanks. Thanks. Ken Gerhardt, Robert Dominguez, Bigfoot Club. Talking today about Robert. I'm going to be talking about Bigfoot versus Nessie. I like it. Clash of the Titans. Two cryptids that are iconic. Right on, man. I like. I love it. I don't think. Why hasn't anybody come up with that before? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I don't know if anyone's written a Bigfoot and a Nessie book back to back. That's how I got the idea. Okay. So. Ar- These are classic archetypes, Robert. If right. you go back thousands of years in right. human civilization, back to ancient Babylonia, mm-hmm. you have legends of big hairy wild man like Bigfoot uh-huh. and also giant serpentine water monsters. Okay. So, And all over the world you'll find similar legends of those two types of creatures. Right on, yeah. yeah. So I think it's kind of fun to talk about how they compare. I'm excited. Uh, where can someone go to find find your your books and your stuff? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Um, my books are on available on Amazon.com. Okay. And I appear at a lot of Bigfoot conferences around the country throughout the year, and people can if they want a signed copy, they can come out and meet me there. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate thank you, it, Robert. Good All to right. meet you. All right, brother. Thank you, man. So this next interview, I um, get introduced to this gentleman by Luke Gross, uh, my mentor, uh, and this is James Polk. He runs. Um, 2724 East Texas Cryptid Paranormal Investigations. And so um, I found I found he was very interesting, very um, passionate about the subject of 
cryptids and the paranormal. Uh, and so he's a local there. And um, so I end up talking to him, and I, I hope you enjoy it. This is my very good, good friend, long-time friend, Bob Bigfoot Club Podcast. 2724 ATC. Can I ask you a question? I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what's, did do it. what's the story on this building right over here? This white building? That one? Um, wow. Um, I'm not really for sure. Um, I do know that... Oh, my goodness. There's like... The story I was told that it's, it's haunted... But it's not open to the public, or it's like been locked, and they don't know who the owner is. Actually, to be honest, there used to it used to be for sale. Uh huh. But I think the inside structure is so dangerous mm. that they they canceled the sale on it because the brick wall over here looks like it's about ready to collapse. What's What's the name of this building over here? I really don't remember. There used to be a shop there okay. years ago. Um, but if you want any anything haunted around here, you're looking at it right here. That yeah, that's what um, Marcus and um, George were telling me. Yes. Because I, I got here pretty early, and so I, they told me this that this theater was haunted. So I, I got some gear with me. I got some uh, some EVP. I got a I got a. Um, I actually brought my um, EM. Well, it's in the truck, but I brought my EMF K2 meter. Yeah. But the annex. The shop next door, if you look at the front... Yeah, it's a, a, it's, it's a funeral home. We actually, before before George opened that shop, mm-hmm. um, they were just looking around, explaining, yeah, we're going to put this here, put this here. And we heard this... Yeah. In the back, like some sort of weird sign. Right, right. And it, it was enough that me and the me and the guy looked back in the back door and we're like, what the heck was that? Your 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 full name is James Polk, right? James, James Polk. And you're with who? Twenty seven twenty four E T C P I. And that stands for That is twenty seven twenty four is the county road. That, I like that, that. That follows the nature preserve that's south of town. I like that. ATCPI is East, East Texas Cryptid and Paranormal Investigators. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. A good friend of mine, Amy Campbell, made these shirts for me. Um, she's also an investigator. Um, but yes, um, the theater's on it. I mean, Anything around here is haunted. That's what that's what George was telling me. He was telling the, me that the antique store. If you see that that light green, mm-hmm. yeah, and dark green across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is haunted. We've actually done we've done an investigation here at the annex. We've done investigations here at the Slick Theater. I have not done the the, the funeral home the funeral home yet. But uh, we did have a Paracon last weekend. Really? And uh, we did ghost investigations. That Dang, I'm sorry I missed that. Um, if you, if you're on my, if you look up my group, okay, seven twenty four ETCPI. Right. I try to post everything. Okay. As quick as I can. Uh, yes, sir. Um, anything around here is pretty much haunted. I mean. It, understand that's antiques from right. family members. It's like. And plus, this the residual attachments, to right? And it's like this area is like at least uh, dated like 100 years back, right? The theater is actually a hundred and one. Wow, we're the longest continuing theater in, in all of Texas. That's what they say. <laughs> I don't know if there's any more theaters right. that run movies like we do, mm-hmm. but as of I want to say 2000, oh my goodness, anyway. 
late 2000, before 2007, I think it was, or six, mm -hmm. um, it's high def. Wow. We're digital now. Back in the day, we were still doing real to real okay. movies. And if you know what real to real is, right. you know, you have one reel in, and once it ends, you get to change it and put the other reel in. Right. Um, we're digital now. We got fully surround sound speakers. I mean, we got a subwoofer that will swallow you up. It's that big. Um, and we do. We try. For the longest time, it was kind of iffy. But now that George Jones is is working and, right. and the head of the theater, we're doing more up-to-date movies now. Um, every Tuesday, unless it is um, before a... Um, a symphonic band concert or a Lake Country Playhouse performance. Right. Um, every Tuesday, we do it. What's called Terrific Tuesday. Fifty cents to get in. Wow. And we they just take movies out of the vault. And just play And playing them. John Wayne, Fred Astaire. I mean, you name it. If they can pull it out, they will bring it. And you only pay fifty cents. How how often do they rent us out to for paranormal investigations? This is the first okay. for us. Um, last weekend it was the first time we ever did a Paracon for 2022. Right. Um, this is the very first time we're doing a Bigfoot um, conference. That's a good setup, man. I like it. Oh, this town is beautiful. I love this town. I'm from Mineola. I live in Quitman. Sadly. Right. Hope no one hears that. <laughs> I'll edit it. I'll Quitman, edit it out. <laughs> but I'm actually from. Okay. And there's a lot of hot spots around here. The, the cemetery that's south of town, um, back in the segregation, the segregation days. Right. I, I said that right. You um, did. You did. You said it right. was. It was split. The whites were in the front, and the and the colors were in the back. Um, just last year, um, they finally took the fence down. Wow. So everything is open. Everyone. To my opinion, everyone is equal. Now. Right. Black or white, everyone's equal. Now. Man, if I can get this train to stop coming by while I'm while I'm recording, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a freight train. But yes, sir. Um, yeah, um, we did we did a paranormal investigation last Saturday that lasted until three o'clock in the morning. And Jesus. Train. Yeah. But yes, um, the white side of the cemetery. Wasn't so active. Mm -hmm. The black side was more active, and I believe the reason why is uh, it, it, it breaks my heart. Right. I actually have a kid friend um, named Preshay Walton um, who's buried down there. The families did not have a whole lot of money, so once the temporary markers fell and decayed, they didn't replace them with anything right. else. That's, so that is sad. There's a lot of unmarked graves back there. But if you ever have a chance to go down there, uh -huh. um, on the far south of the colored side, there is one lonely tombstone by itself. Mm -hmm. And it is the strangest feeling. Um, we have gotten, I, I have a recording of it, mm -hmm. but it, I, I need to get it, you know, worked on to make sure what, I, what I've got on there is what I've got on there. But yeah. Um, a lot of activity around here. Wow. You got Bigfoot 
And you got paranormal stuff all in the Nature Reserve. And we'll be down there tonight investigating. Wow, okay. Um, we've been down we've been down several times on the east side. But at the east side is probably only maybe a thousand yards in, in dead ends into the to another property. But we have what? How many acres over there? Three thousand? Over four thousand. Over four thousand? Consider on the other side too. The eighteen oh one side? Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of trails. We got hiking trails, biking trails, we got horse trails. Um, we even have ponds that are specifically for um, people, families who want to fish. Right. So you can, you can take your family out there and go fishing. How, how often do you get like Bigfoot, Bigfoot activity out there? I haven't been out here in a while. But the last time I came out here, mm -hmm. I don't want to say I don't want to say it was Bigfoot, but what I encountered, really, I mean, I got in the truck and left. Um, That's serious. Of course, of course, we get hogs out there. You know, no big deal. If you can spook them off, that's fine. They're not going to be that much of a threat. Right. But um, I went down to what we call Greer Hill. And um, we have a camping area out there, and we have picnic tables. I sat down on one of the picnic tables, had a cigarette, was on the phone with a friend of mine, and I saw something huge. I mean, I think it was bigger than both of you. Like sh shoulder to shoulder? Oh God, that's the thing. It, it, it went through so fast, I couldn't get I couldn't get the details. But what, what's going on is this area that it went through. It's so thick. I mean, trees beside trees. I mean, side by side. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm sorry. It's impossible not to make a noise down there. Right. But whatever went through was big. It was black, and it shot through as fast as it could get through. And I never heard a sound. Wow. Um, we've had footprints out here. We've had mysterious lights out there. Um, the the X's. We, f we caught three years ago. The tree? Oh, yes. Tell me about the tree. Oh, in the tree they had the huge log that was like 10 feet up in the air. Is the log up there? Just thrown up there or what? I don't know. What happens is a lot of times when it floods down there, the water sits. But I'm sorry, that doesn't happen. That's not normal. Um, this log was, oh gosh, that Pretty long. Big around. Pretty heavy. And it was at least 12 feet up. God. And it was lodged in between branches. That's awesome. I do have pictures of it if you want to see them. Of course. But, um, yeah. Um, what about the burning? A lot of interesting things going on down at the Navy Reserve. Wow. And we do have, with, I don't like to mention it that much, but um, there is a private-owned cemetery that's just kind of, um, I want to say... North east of the of the Nature Reserve property, uh -huh. and it's called the Greer Cemetery. It's privately owned, um, but we've been down there before. Um, I know a lady that runs the train station here in town. It's her ancestors. Wow! And um, there's been some interesting things going on. Paranormal wise, or um, I, at the at the time I was not doing paranormal. I was just doing Bigfoot investigations. And me and a couple of friends went over there and we stopped at the end of the driveway and saw what looked like a shooting star, but it made like a U. I mean, it shot 
up Almost and then like it completely you and then just disappeared <laughs> and it was right after we had asked is there someone around here let us know you're here wow and, and it took a long time for it to dis disappear this place we, seems to hold a lot of stuff oh goodness welcome to northeast texas <laughs> no, right? welcome to Mineola, texas <laughs> a lot of stuff goes on around here yeah but yeah we've had whistles we've had mysterious lights i mean how long have you been researching um i have been my first bigfoot investigation was probably about a week ago three years ago okay um i've been interested in, in the bigfoot and paranormal for years just never took it serious right until finally i meet the right people how did you meet luke how'd you meet luke through the through, through my very first Bigfoot investigation over at the Nature Preserve. Okay. Um, yeah, we they were down there and we saw those big old X's. Man. Plus Walmart. <laughs> you met up at Walmart? Well, we we ran into each other. I think I think I saw y'all before the Bigfoot investigation. I was running into oh, the lawn and garden. Yeah. And I seen y'all coming out there. <laughs> coming out that okay. way. But yeah, it's a you know this is Northeast Texas. Everyone knows each other. Yeah, didn't didn't y'all talk online first? No. I talked on No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't add Luke until after the Bigfoot investigation. Yeah. So that's been three years ago. Yeah. But yeah, I've been I've been doing the the paranormal. I've been doing for about two years now. Yeah. The Bigfoot. I've been doing. There's not there, there's not a lot of people that do paranormal and Bigfoot. I mean, I'm one of them. I do I did both for I was a case director for Pentex for ten years. Twenty seven twenty four ETCPI. Yeah, it's cryptid and paranormal. I, I, I love that. I love that. I, I, I had to I had to post that like that. I mean, the group is open. I, for I like anybody, I like it, man. It's that's awesome. It's also open for anything. Crypt, Cryptologist, um, yeah. UFO, anyone talks. It's a little dead right now because I've only been open for about a year. Well, going on September, but <laughs> it's still still kind of. Well, new. if I, I do, I, I still run a Facebook page called Pentex Paranormal okay. Investigation of uh, of the North Texas. We're not active, but we still have a Facebook page. I, I constantly get cases, but if I if I get cases in this area, I will definitely reach out to you. Oh heck yeah! So this is the spot to be. <laughs> so, but the scratches. Oh yeah. Last last Saturday, uh, this past Saturday, we were there. when when you are doing here, we were doing the paracon, and we did a Bigfoot investigation. I got scratched. Wow. On my hand. While while doing Bigfoot stuff. That was actually doing a paranormal okay. investigation. I didn't know it. Didn't see it. Didn't feel I got, it? I got home about 3.30 in the morning. I was on the computer typing, okay, everyone. I made it home safe and sound. And I looked down because I had my lamp on and I saw my hand and I went, oh my gosh. That is not right. <laughs> that is not right. Wow. And it had to have been from that, that, that one mysterious tombstone because they were, they were tracing two spirits, a good one and a bad one. So, I don't know, it might have been the bad one or the good one getting my attention. Right. But I didn't I didn't. You didn't feel it at the time, yeah. I didn't feel it at the time. But, yeah, something was trying to get my attention. I've been tapped on the shoulder at the train station 
I've been spoken to quite a few times, and I do have audio on that too. Nice. At the train station. So, yeah, I've got I've got plenty of evidence. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll probably hook you up, man. I, I, I probably need someone, some paranormal people to come on my on, on onto my podcast. So, awesome. so I'll, I'll reach out to you, man. And if, awesome. And if Luke says you're good, then you're good. That's that's all I need. That's awesome. Great. So, so good guy. James, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate, really appreciate you. It. I really appreciate you, man. Well, what are you doing tonight? I'm, I'm going to be with Luke, so we're going to be out there. So nice. Well, we're going to be taking the West End. We're going down to Peacock Pond. You been there before, Luke? In that area. Yeah. If the light gets a little better, I'll show you some pictures. We got okay. some very interesting pictures down there. Awesome. I used to have more. But I took my computer into the shop, and of course that Nikon camera that I was taking pictures with uh, is not working anymore. It was like corrupt files, and he deleted all of them. Ruined it. Deleted all my files. This this man right here, uh, I'm gonna tell you, is on fire. Is he? Oh yeah. That has the. I want to know. I want to know. I need answers. This is this guy right here. I got. Questions. I know. I, I want. I want questions answered. I want. I want to see it. I want to do it. I'm there. Well, if you if you ever did with this guy, this 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 right guy, do it. Yeah. I, so I hadn't with health and stuff. I hadn't you know been able to get out very much. Yeah. But I'm getting better, and so I'm I'm ready. I'm ready yet. So James, do you have a bunch of your guys here? You have a bunch of your crew here? Actually, to be honest, it's basically just me that promotes the group. Okay. But um, eventually, I will hopefully have a crew of my own. But it's just, the group itself is myself. But, um, you know, anyone is welcome. I, I don't pick and choose. Um, I'm not like, you know, you know, uh, you got to be this, you got to be that. No. If you want to be a part of 2724, you're welcome. I like it. I don't have any T-shirts for sale. Um, I don't have a. I don't have that kind of budget. But maybe eventually in the future, I'd love to have bumper stickers or, or stickers for trucks and cars. Yeah. You know, but you know, just financially, you know, gas prices, groceries. Oh, good lord. Yeah. <laughs> Go on for it. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, I do have a group. If you're if you're welcome, you're welcome to um, look in. Um, like I said, it's a little slow because I haven't had it up for a long time. Okay. But as soon as it gets really active, um, well, I need a crew. I need to get me a crew together. <laughs> well, if there's a Bigfoot crew, I'd think about it. But I don't do paranormal. Yeah. I done been down that road. You bring too much stuff home with you. Well, I hate to tell you this, but when we go down to the pickup pond, I'm taking my KM, KME, K2 EMF. Hey, that's fine. I can't talk. That's okay. I only had a few hours sleep. <laughs> you go down there, and all you guys are a, mat- a, a cot in the mattress. <laughs> I've been having the meter with you. It's a very good idea because I've been in areas and all of a sudden, now I do have the portal on my cell phone. I don't trust a lot of those apps on the cell phones, but I've had more luck with the portal. 
I'm actually had some pretty, pretty good luck on that. But there's no way for me to record it while I'm using my cell phone. But you never know. I mean, we were down there a couple of years ago on Halloween, and we were asking questions, and we got this woman. I think I forgot what her name was. Abigail or Abby or something. But we were like, do you know what today is? And we heard, like that, like excited. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> and we, and both, both me and my friend that were there at the train station, we said, well, happy Halloween. And we heard it again, not even maybe a minute later after we said that, we heard this voice go, happy Halloween. I'm like, oh my, what the heck? <laughs> I just wish I had proof on it. That's crazy, man. I mean, it was only here, you know, by here, but, you know, I don't You'll have there, I don't man. have my spirit box with me. Everything's at the house because I'm doing a Bigfoot investigation. I got a, I got a spirit box. I got a spirit box here. Well, I've got the portal, but I like to have my spirit box because I can use my cell phone to record. Yeah. And get back up on it. But yeah, I mean, we're gonna have fun tonight. Well, good. After everything's over with here, and I'm full in the tummy. We're going to have fun Well, good deal, man. It was nice talking to you, brother. Awesome. I really appreciate it. You too, man. So this last interview, um, Luke Gross introduced me to this gentleman um, also. And um, never met him before. Um, but he seems like a really, really good dude from Houston. Uh, Felipe Mendoza. He's part of Sasquatch Dogs. And he runs... Uh, Big Dog Random Podcast. And um, it's funny stories that whenever uh, I was interviewing people, I was on the sidewalk and he was eating like a big old turkey leg and he was throwing it away. And so for some reason, I said really loud, I go, dang, that turkey leg didn't have a chance. <laughs> so he laughed and, you know, threw the turkey leg in like in a trash can and, and said, um, no, I was hungry. And I stuck my hand out to say, hey, I'm I'm Robert Dominguez. I'm with Bigfoot Club Podcast. And he says, I know who you are. Uh, I listen to your show. And I go, really? And so uh, he introduces himself. And uh, I ask him, I go, hey, man, you want to you interview or you want to um, talk about any of your Bigfoot experiences? And so uh, we end up talking. And we talk for quite a bit. And... Uh, and we exchanged numbers and, uh, you know, I just, I was an instant friend with this guy. So he seemed like a really good dude. Uh, I hope he'll have me on his podcast and he's more than welcome to come on to my podcast. So I really hope you enjoy this last interview. If you want to uh, state your name and. Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Felipe Mendoza. Uh, a lot of people call me Big Dog, kind of my nickname ever sort of guess because I'm a big dude and people want to be respectful or you know they don't want to call me fat ass so <laughs> big dog is sort of that it's a clean way of saying yeah it. yeah so but uh yeah we're kind of in the same you know field what's now. what's uh, what's the name of your podcast uh big dog random show how, how does someone find big dog random show uh you can find it on uh, spotify uh even you can even google it and it'll come up okay to show all the different platforms that are playing it but, right on man uh, yeah so it 
I usually just have people on, kind of like a hangout, not really an interview type of Yeah, situation. I kind of enjoy that, too. I kind of yeah, enjoy that. that, that way you, like, feel more uh, at ease instead of, you know, trying to answer the question or, you know, like, you're being interrogated. Um, but it, it's pretty cool. I've had, I got a lot of interesting stories, a lot of some stuff that I have no idea what to do with as far as what the people are talking about or what they've seen, you know. Uh, not everything out there is Bigfoot or Ghost. Right. You know, uh, you know us being you know, close to, I live close to the Brazos River, you know, people talk about like Yorona and, you know, stuff like I don't, that. You know what, I don't get, I've got maybe one story about about that so man it was one time I was hanging out with some buddies and uh, they were fishing out there in the Brazos it was probably uh, I don't know about 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and uh, they're drinking beer fishing I'm not really into fishing so I'm into drinking beer though <laughs> so we was drinking beer and as we're talking we're sitting there t- hanging out talking I start hearing like screams off in the distance and it sounds like it's getting closer but Nobody's reacting to it, and I'm like, like, am I the only one? Like, no one else could hear it but you, or what? It seemed that way. Okay. So that's what I thought was going on, and finally I just said, "Hey, you guys don't hear that?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's just La Llorona, you know. Just ignore her. Don't go over there, and you'll be all right." Yeah. And I'm like, "No, I'm not cool with this. I'm getting out of here." I'm like chicken. I, yeah, I got up and left. I, yeah. It was weird. But, so. So you never went back, never, you never heard from your friends? Were your friends okay? Was that? Were, you, were, you, were your friends okay? Yeah, they were okay. They were just a bunch of drunks that did, oh. they, but they knew the rules. It was like there was rules to the whole thing. Yeah. You know, as long as you don't approach her or whatever, they made it seem like that way. Um, yeah, I still talk to them, you know, they don't, you know, it, didn't, it was like a normal thing for them, not like weird. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be okay with that either. Yeah, so I had to get up and... Uh, I don't blame you, I'd have done, yeah, I had to, I'd have done I, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, but yeah, like I said, I've had different kinds of stories where people have seen witches flying in, in the air and stuff like that. Wow, yeah. that's pretty, I, I don't even, I, I wish I could get stories like that. I, I use mine is usually just Bigfoot, Bigfoot, and our paranormal. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess what I try to do is just not. I mean, even though I've had a Bigfoot uh, sighting, I've also had uh, different experiences in life. Uh, I I believe I was visited by my grandma uh-huh. when I was a younger uh, child, uh, where she had passed away. We were really close, and I used to just lay in bed, being upset about it. Yeah. And then, I would be laying on my stomach and I would swear somebody would sit on the bed and start rubbing my back almost to comfort me. Mm-hmm. And Did she used to do that to you? She was, she was very affectionate, but you know, I don't ever remember like rubbing my back while I was sleeping. Right. You know, usually when we were there, we were visiting, so uh, it was like during the day or whatever, so I never really stayed over. but. It was just so weird. It just would freak me out, and I would just start crying, you know, like, ooh, God. <laughs> and uh, I would call my dad or whatever, and he'd come in there, oh, what now? Because <laughs> it was always something that night. Um, yeah, so I started sharing different experiences, and it turns out, you know, I'm not the only one that, you know, I've talked about stuff that happened, and, and, uh, and family members will listen to, you know, a show or whatever, and, They'll be like, yo, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, I used to see that too. Or right. I've had that happen to me too, you know. You know, it's funny how you how you end up talking to like, because like, that's why I kind of like coming to conferences, because 
you get enough people interested in the subject and when you start talking about it and then they their stories start pouring out you know and it's the same thing with that so uh, man yeah I mean you get the guy that's skeptical about Bigfoot talking smack trying to you know I get that all the time you down and then yeah. when you get them alone they're like hey man hey you man know, I got one story. time I was a teenager I got a story yeah <laughs> yeah they're all like being real about it you're like what is going on you were just about probably going just you know beat me up about what happened to me or what I believe and now you're saying that that might have happened to you when you were younger you know I mean you get the guy that I've been hunting all my life and I've never seen anything like that before and, and Felipe uh, where do you where do you, you know where do you live at I live outside of Houston uh, wow you came all the way up here yeah it was not that bad it was like four hour drive okay Wow. I, I drove an hour and a half and I was bitching about that. <laughs> well, you know, I've always enjoyed uh, windshield time, you know? Yeah. You know, I work in a type of business where it's uh, deadlines, 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 deadlines. And when you're uh, just driving on the road, open road, you know, I'm with my family now and uh, we just. You know, hey, everybody good? Everybody got to pull over, get a drink or whatever? Yeah. You know, we kind of bond, talk, you know, when, it, when the batteries die on their cell phones, you know. <laughs> we, you know, we have we have a good time. And, you know, I don't, I, I love traveling. You know, there's my truck right there. It drinks a lot of gas. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah, that's. I was, I was wondering whose truck that was. That's the Yeti. That's, jeez. Um, yeah, I've had people from Australia come and film it. Is that like, uh, it's not, that's not paint, right? That's like vinyl? Is that a yeah, vinyl? it's a vinyl uh, graphic. Uh, we wow. change it up all the time. Uh, we got some ideas that we're throwing around and we're thinking about doing as far as changing the camouflage or the stuff with it. Um, Felipe has a really big truck for people who can't see it. Uh, it's, got, it's, a, it's a white truck. He's got like, a, like gray and black or grayish and other gray uh, vinyl stuff and it looks, there's like a footprint on it and it just looks like camouflage and looks really really cool I didn't know that was yours yeah I had the grill I built custom made it in the rear and I kind of you know the the truck Bigfoot and yeah I was always a fan of that truck and then uh, I bought this truck and you know it's got a 10 inch lift and threw some big tires on it right on like, man man it says it's white it's, let's call it the Yeti so I had this big <laughs> sticker put on it <laughs> And, uh, you know, it kind of took off, and it's kind of got its own personality. It had a, I had a, a, a Instagram page on it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, How many followers do you have on that one? Oh, I'm not sure. It just keeps popping up, but I actually uh, signed out of that account for a while. I need to okay. get it back going. And, oh, okay. Yeah, because we go different places. You know, we've gone, gone down to Marshall, Texas. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the old stagecoach road. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, but we got bunch of cool pictures out there um maybe maybe you should move up here man i think i should yeah as long as i find a good job where i can make some, i don't even need that much money i just need money to buy burgers and i'm good <laughs> and my, you know my wife she's she's not one of those material girls yeah so i was coming over to talk to you and i saw you were was busy and i was like well i just come back you know i didn't want to interrupt you you could have oh okay you could have <laughs> But yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, you see uh, Ken Gerhardt and yeah, uh, Ken Hart is a good buddy of mine. I've known him for a while. He's really? My, wife, my beautiful wife. Everybody, everybody listening on the, in Radio World. Bigfoot, hello. How are you? Just recently got married. Uh, New Year's. Nice. Yeah, uh, we got married. Uh, Jeff Stewart married us. 
And we got married at the Sabine River. Wow. Yeah, we do it big. We're going to do it nice. If we're going to get married, we're going to make sure that, you know, we're, she's had her own experiences with Bigfoot. Really? Uh, yeah. So we, that's how we got got together. Um, I went and spoke at a conference in New Mexico, and, you know, she saw me, and she's like, look at that hunk of meat there. Hunk of, hunk of, hunk of. So, then, yeah, we started talking on Facebook, and, you know, next thing you know. You're getting married. You're getting married. Um, but so, you, getting, so you moved got, here? Yeah, she moved to Texas. Dang, she must really love you, Felipe. She you does. That's why I was like, man, I can't mess this up. I got to I gotta be on my P's and Q's and make sure I do everything right, because I want to keep her forever. Wow. That's a great story. I wish I would meet somebody in Bigfoot. No, I, I don't. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. That's you true. ain't dead yet. No, no, it's true. I didn't think it was gonna happen like that, but it happened. I'm very That's happy awesome. How it came out. Yeah, I got two. I got four kids. Um, good kids, man. So they like to go squatting too. Um, so have you done much Bigfoot research? Uh, I, back in the day, I did a lot when I had a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's not so much, but we're talking about set, you know getting some free time. Because like I said, we just got married. So everything's still settling in. Right. We're trying to figure everything out. She moved all the way from New Mexico to be with me. So you know, it's a, it's a big step. And, uh, right. We're just trying to um, get all that settled in. But we've been talking about going places. Um, East Texas is the place. Actually, later on tonight when we're done with the conference, we're supposed to go to the nature preserve. Okay. Like okay. I'm, I'm going with Luke Gross, uh, my my mentor. Oh yeah, but, Luke. I yeah. had him on my show. He's, Did you really? Yeah, he's, he's, but he's planning on going tonight, and I haven't done anything with him like in 12, 15 years. So I'm excited about doing that with him. And like I was, I was uh, under his tulage for a long time. So right, he's a good dude. That's, he is. He is the best. Dude. He is yeah, the best. Yeah, you're gonna so. be under somebody like that. Um, that's that's the guy to do it with. You know? Yeah. He's got a lot of interesting stories and. Uh, got a lot going on. Uh, he's been doing it for a long time, and you know he's a very good dude to talk to. When I get to talking to him, it's just you. You had him on on your show recently. Yeah, yeah. How, how long ago? I'd say maybe early this year. Really? Yeah. Have you talked to this guy, Ryan? Ryan uh, Edwards? I spoke to him earlier. Yeah. He's from San Antonio. Oh yeah. Yeah, San Antonio. So. I, uh, you know, I asked him if he would like to come on the random show. He was like, he's down, so. Yeah, I asked him that, too. He's he's only 21. Yeah, young dude. Yeah, he's young. He's got vest and hat on. Wow. I don't know if that means that he's young, but I just, I don't know anybody our age wearing a vest and a hat. Um, <laughs> a lot of cool people out there. Everybody's got a little different uh, idea of cool, and that's cool. Yeah. He, if I could find a vest that fit and a hat, you know, that looked good on me, I would wear it. <laughs> Late, earlier, I was trying to put on this jacket. It was a leather jacket, and it had the tassels, but it didn't fit. Felipe, how come I haven't talked to you sooner, man? What's what's up with this, dude? I don't know, bro. I, and I've listened to your show plenty of times, and I'm like, man, this dude sounds cool, man. Like, you should have hit me up, man, on Facebook. I thought about it, too, but I'm like, eh. Dude. Because I... I am shy, as you can probably tell. No, you weren't shy enough to walk up here and talk to me? Because, like, I saw you eating that chicken. I go, man, that... He wanted some, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he wanted some. He wanted some at turkey leg. <laughs> so, oh, man. But yeah. something something told me to talk to you, so I did. So. Oh, cool, man. Thank you, something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I have had a actual Bigfoot sighting. Where, where at? Where at? It was out in uh, Fastoria. Okay. 
It's uh, not too far from Sam Houston. Okay. Um, actually, the guy that was with me, he's somewhere around. Uh, he's with Ernest, Ernie, and Brandon. Brandon's the guy that was with. He's, he's my brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mom's not doing too well, so if anybody listens to this, yeah, pray, send prayers pray to, to his mom. Uh, Brandon Garrett. Um, you know, I don't know if you heard of Bob Garrett. Yeah. It's his son. Uh, Bob Garrett was my mentor for a long time. I know he had a lot of stuff going on, and a lot of people were. But he's still my boy. I never turn my back on him. That's uh, cool. Yeah. I mean, thick and thin. If, if it's, he found out who all his real friends were after everything went. Yeah. You know, That's usually what happens. Yeah. So, you know, he, he you know, he's he's still going on. He just kind of bowed out of the Bigfoot world just because you know things got. Sometimes like that. you got you got to take a step back. Yeah. He's Sometimes focusing he on his wife and his family, so that you know I can respect that. Um, but yeah, so I was out in Fastoria and I was with these guys. I actually met my cousin Lupe, the one that right, Lupe yeah, so, so I had he was on Facebook. He was post. Uh, he posted a picture of him kneeling next to a footprint, and okay. I asked him, "Is that a big footprint?" And then he PM'd me and he's like, "What do you know about Bigfoot?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know, some big hairy dude lives out in California or something." <laughs> and he's like, "No, you know this that." was taken in uh, in Washington where he had his first sighting. Right. And uh, so he uh, invited me to go uh, Bigfooting with him. That's something I always wanted to do. Yeah. And I finally got a chance. What but year was this? This was in 2012. Wow. So I finally got a chance to go Bigfooting. And then uh, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what equipment I needed. I didn't know anything about it. So the first thing I did was go into the tactical store, mm-hmm. the army circle. Yeah, yeah. And I bought me this cool ninja outfit. Not, not literally a ninja outfit, but it was like a black. I look like special ops. Okay. Like some tactical pants, army boots. Like, a, <laughs> you know, but everything was black for right. some reason. And that's the worst thing. Worst color to wear when you're out in the sun yes. is black. I was so about to say that. I learned that. I learned it. I mean, you weren't going to go rob Bigfoot. You were just going to go I see know. I was coming in there like uh, Mission Impossible, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we get to walk in. Now, these guys, they get their directions mixed up because it was supposed to be in and out to go check these cameras. Uh, right. You know, they were going to change the SD cards and batteries. Right. And uh, we ended up getting lost. But my cousin is leading this. There's like four of us. He's the ex uh, military uh, ranger. Wow. And so he's walking with, and he sees a bush with Squatch is standing behind it. Because we're being loud. We're tromping through the woods like a bunch of city slickers doing all Sometimes that's the best way to do it. It actually was that day. So what he saw was uh, a Bigfoot standing behind a, a bush, and uh, it ducked straight down. Uh-huh. And he goes, hey, there's a Squatch right there. And he's fumbling with his camera, and he's getting frustrated trying to turn his camera on. And I'm just like, yeah, right. And he so gets, he saw it, you didn't see I it? I didn't see it. Okay. So he starts running straight at it. Wow. Yeah. And I'm laugh- I'm kind of like laughing to myself, like, this is going to be a good show. What are you going to do, Has and as he was doing that, I see this big hand coming out from the side of the bush, kind of like this, and grab a tree. 
and I see the hair, and it was all in slow motion. I don't know if anything crazy has ever happened to you in your life. Yeah. Where it was all in slow, slow motion. Slow motion, yeah. What do they call that, the Oz effect? Yes. So, I see this hand slowly coming, and it's huge. I mean, and you th you think a, a person would grab something like this, right? Mm -hmm. No, it grabbed it like upside down, like that. And you can see the hair coming off the arm. It was really shiny and clean. And uh, it was like four, about four or three inches long coming off the arm. Uh -huh. and, and I was just looking at the arm. I was looking to the elbow. And then I start seeing a shoulder coming up. Uh -huh. And then by that time, I seen it sort of stand up and turn around. What it did was it spun around and went down on all fours and took off. And you see the trees move, but there was absolutely no sound. You think something that big would sound like an 18-wheeler driving through the woods? Yeah, it usually is. It didn't make one sound. I don't know if it was because I was freaked out. I don't know if it was because it was, I don't know. I just still can't figure it out. How does something that big move that fast and not make one sound? Did your friend ever get his phone on? Or we can take a no. picture. Okay. But they, so what happened was the guy started like, "All right, set a perimeter, you know." And I'm just sitting there like, "Cause you're trying to you're trying to process what you're yeah, saying." Yeah. And I, the first thing I'm thinking, oh, this is suggestive thought. He said there's a bigfoot. My brain said there's a bigfoot, and that's what I saw. So I'm like, I'm gonna ask him what he saw and see if he said the same thing. Cause there's no way. That we, if you know, hopefully there's a difference or something. You know, maybe he saw a, a brown one or, or something. And I was like, as long as he doesn't say it's black, right? Or you know, he, as long as he doesn't describe the exact same thing. And I'm sitting there looking like a goat, like I just seen a ghost, and they're like, uh, "You all right?" And I was like, "What did you see?" And then he's like, "Oh, I saw something like the shoulders, the head." And I said, "What color was it?" Oh, it was black. And I just said, oh, shit. Oh, I can cuss on it again. No, you're fine. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's unrestricted. Okay, good. I, I cuss on it all the time. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, and he's like, what? And I said, I saw it. And he goes, what? I said, I saw it. And then, and him and Brandon and everybody were acting like a little brother and just got laid. They were all high-fiving each other, all happy. Yeah. All right, man. He's all right. He's seen it all. And I'm thinking to myself, I want to go home. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? I don't want to be here. I want to go home. Did you feel like nauseated at all when you saw this thing? I might have. I, I didn't. I didn't feel good. I felt sick. I felt scared. Uh, See, the, the reason why I ask is the, the theory on infrasound. I don't know if you've heard that theory. I've, I've, heard, I've heard that, and I think I've been hit at another time. Right. Not at that time. Um, but what happened to me when I got hit by infrasound, I got like tunnel vision. I got dizzy. When I left the area and went away, I came back, and the same thing happened again. Right. And, uh, See, I always ask that question whenever I do an interview with somebody. I go, did you feel sick? Did you feel nauseated? Because like a lot of people, a lot of people who have sightings, like especially paranormal sightings, they'll have like they'll describe the same kind of feeling, right? Like right. that with through EMF. And I said, wait, that sounds like that sounds like big. Because like someone was telling me, yeah, I felt sick whenever I saw this Bigfoot. I go, really? How did you feel? And they were telling me, I go, that sounds like infrasound.
the same thing. But uh, that's interesting that you felt that way when, whenever you saw this thing. So, so what happened after that? After you, after you guys did the high fives? And I guess the no, I didn't do the high fives. I was trying to get out of here. I guess the best way to describe it is like you're just picture yourself as someone who's not easily intimidated. Right. I've been in bar fights. I've been in street fights. I used to train martial arts a long time ago. You can't tell now, but. Long time ago, I used to do all that stuff. So I, w- I was always, I was never intimidated by people or, you know. I'm, I'm you're, not, you're a bad dude. Yeah, well, I don't want to say that, you know. I'm just I'll say, I'll say. Okay, okay. I wasn't, I wasn't easily uh, rattled. But at that time, when it happened, I felt, my brother used to pick on me when I was young. Right. And he scared the crap out of me. Like, bad. He's stepping you up. You get so scared. Yeah, you get so scared, you're frozen. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, like, paralyzed. And that's kind of what happened. And I'm surprised I'm surprised I didn't piss myself. Now, keep in mind, I was heavily armed. I had a, a gun on each side. I went in there cowboy style. And the last thing I thought about was, oh, God, I didn't even feel safe. I felt like I had nothing for this guy. I felt like if he turned around and came at me, I would just lay down on the floor and cry because it was just like that bad. Yeah. You know, uh, I had a, like, I don't want to say like a psychiatrist, but I had a guy that just was talking to me and he got me back in that moment and I literally freaked out again. It was so yeah, it was really uh, it was scary for me. I, I haven't even seen a Bigfoot, and I've been doing it since '99. Yeah, that you know the thing is, is that was the first time I ever went out. The first time, and everybody man, says you, that's so you, be, lucky. you better call it lucky, yeah. Because yeah. like, I I, w- I went to out an area for six months, Felipe, until I got some kind of like tree breaks or like grunts or yells. I was in the area for six months before I got there. I knew they were there because we got a bunch of sighting reports, but I I I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything when I was there. So what I would what I would do I was wearing this sounds kind of gross I'd wear the same clothes the same place yeah with yeah I had like my shank shoes pants shirts I put it in a big ziplock and I'd wash it with like really really mild soap and I would like wear it all the time so that way they knew my they they knew my uh, scent and so it took me six months man and you go out once and you see it okay. it was crazy I know and, but but it wasn't over yet. So they finally talked me into going to check the other cameras. Okay. They're like, get it together, big boy. You're too big for us to drag you out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, snap out of it, man up, whatever. Uh-huh. So I finally did, but I was still scared. We get to the other location. We get to the other camera. They do what they got to do. Have you ever introduced anybody new to the area? Um, I'm not very athletic at this time. Everybody was leaving me behind. These are all ex-military uh, military guys. And hiking is their thing. They're carrying backpacks bigger than me. Uh, you know, they're all geared up and they're just cruising. So they leave me behind. And uh, what I did was I, I took one of my black shirts off. I had another shirt, the one where the where you sweat and then the breeze and everything cools you down. Actually, yeah. So I took the other shirt, I poured water on it, and I put it on top of my head to cool me down. That's smart. Yeah. Um, so you don't do that in front of a military guy. You're supposed to preserve your water. So I got, you know, but I got chewed out for doing that. So they leave me behind. They're cruising. They're, they're a good distance. They're probably from here to that building over across the street. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I'm walking, all of a sudden I hear twigs snap on my left side. And then I'm walking through like a, uh, what they call like a power, where the power lines are. Uh, Pipeline. Electrical right away? Yeah. Like so that's gas right away? It's like, yeah, it's like an opening. They, they trim it or whatever. And yeah. then both sides are covered in woods. Yeah. So I'm walking through there. And I have my shirt over my head, and I hear crunch, pop, snap, and then every, and I was like, "It's so not me." I stop, and then I was like, "I'm tripping. I'm hearing things." So I start walking some more. I take a couple steps, and it takes a couple steps. And I'm like, so I slowly start looking that way, and I don't see anything. Like, oh, man, I'm, I'm flipping out. I'm tripping. I start walking again, and sure enough, crunch, pop, snap. And I was like, Sheesh. So this thing doubled back and probably followed you, right? Just, like, came behind you. From what I could tell, from what I can hear, it was like right next to me, like kind of like in the tree line. Yeah, in the, in the tree line. Yeah, but I can't see it. Right there. Yeah, ready to go. So what's ready it go. what's happening? Yeah. I start doing that mall lady walk. You know the old ladies are walking yeah. the mall. Yeah, yeah. Start, start walking. I can't run. So I'm just. But you gotta think. You gotta come back, don't you? Eventually, gotta come back. No, we're done with this area. So okay. I'm trying to get out of there. Okay. So what happens is they turn around. They turn around and look at me every now and then, and because I'm the guy that's holding everybody back, you know. Uh, so they see this different look on my face. I look worried or, you know, they're like, oh, damn, something's up with him. So they all stop. I see them throwing their backpacks down and everything. And I was like, yo, there's something something walking next to me. I can hear it in the woods. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's paralleling you. They, they do that. Yeah. I was like, uh, all right, so I need to know everything you know about Bigfoot. I need to know it right now because I don't I am not liking surprises. I'm not feeling that today. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of laughing. They're like, relax, bro. It's going to be all right. And I'm like, nah, man. I wanted, to, I wanted to go. And you guys talk me in. They're like, chill, dude. Yeah. So I calm down. And they're like, look, this is what's going to happen. We're going to, you just sit here. You rest. And we're going to leave you with one of the guys. You just chill. And then we're going to get the cars and when you feel better just keep walking down this way and you'll hit the main road hopefully by then we'll pull up at the uh, end of the road with the cars and pick you up <sighs> y'all gonna leave me no no we're leaving you here with, you know you'll be alright you got you know you're got you're strapped up you know, don't worry don't worry he's strapped up you're strapped up alright so then I'm sitting there and I start talking to the other dude and, by this time we hear like on the right side. So everything was going on on the left this whole time. On the right side, I hear like a whistle, like a weird. They warned the other one. Yeah. So then, I think the other guy heard that whistle before because he was kind of laid back, chilling. And when he heard that, he tightened up. He got nervous. His whole demeanor had changed. He almost to the point where he almost drew his weapon. And I was like, he's like, get up, we're moving. I was like, oh, uh, I had unzipped my boots, my new boots, because they were killing me, you know, being brand new army boots. You don't ever go hiking with brand new boots. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. Not me. I didn't know that, apparently. So I zip them up. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm feeling better. And now this time, we're getting parallel left and right. 
and they are not being sneaky. They're being loud on They're purpose. They're being loud on purpose. We're both walking as fast as we can, but we could tell. I could start hearing cars driving by. It seemed like the closer, the closer we got to the road, they seemed to back off. And uh, even though the street was probably about 200 degrees, I ran over there, got in the middle of the street, and gave that street a kiss because by this time they weren't even there. It, it yeah. seemed like they were, like they were gone. There's, they shadowed you out of the area. Yeah. So we got out. I'm sitting here leaning against the tree, and I felt I felt like they were gone. I didn't I didn't feel like I was in danger anymore. And about a couple minutes later, uh, my cousin pulls up, <laughs> like he promised. And uh, we get in, he's like, hey, you guys want sandwiches? I was like, I thought we were getting out of here. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we got to eat something. I was like, can we eat and drive off, you know? <laughs> you know, because I'm not going to say no to a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's pretty what pretty much what happened have, to me. Have you talked about this on your podcast? Uh, not yet. Why not? Well, because I was saving it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but, so, like, since then, it's been mostly about other people. I've talked about other experiences that I had, especially with my grandma. And then mm. I've had some UFO sightings and, wow. and stuff like that. Uh, well, I want—I definitely want you on my show, man. Oh, that way you can like push your show. Okay. On my okay. show, so. Um, are you are you a wrestling fan? Um. No. No. Gotta be honest. No. I've been to wrestling before though with a bunch of my drunk buddies, and then they were getting mad because I was like, "It's fake," but they're like, "It's not." Because like, Roman Reigns is called the Big Dog. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called the Big Dog. It's funny because there was a, another wrestler that had a mohawk and he was a chunky dude. Uh, not Taz, another guy, and, and they had like a little action figure, and everybody was like, "Look, it's you! It's you!" <laughs> I can see, I can see that people can say like. With Taz about you. Yeah, so. Taz, especially when I wear suits and stuff. I just dress kind of nice. <laughs> there's, there's Luke, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. The man. He's, he's, I guess he's trying to do it. But yeah, he is the man. Uh, I hung out with him a couple times. This, uh, man, that's awesome, dude. I, I mean, anybody that hangs out with Luke, I think it's cool. So, I mean, he doesn't hang out with everybody. No, no, he doesn't. He's, so, but uh, who, who else is on your show with you? Just you? Uh, my wife appears every now and then. We did one. It's called Bigfoot Matchmaker. It kind of talks about how we got together. She actually oh, like talks that. about her experience. That yeah, and you know she, she'll come on every now and then with me. So you you pray, you basically do it by yourself? Yeah. Wow. I, I I commend you because I I couldn't talk by myself on the show. I just couldn't do it. It's, I've done well. I've done some where I talk by myself, uh, and then I've done some. I was like kind of promised to to get guests, and then I, I had a guy who actually passed away. Oh man, I'm sorry talked, to hear that. No, he came back, but he talked about his experience after he died, and it was strange because his experience, my, the same thing happened with my uncle. Yeah, he passed away, but he came back, and yeah. Uh, you know, they talk about the same thing. It was sort of a little bit different, but basically the same thing. You know, because I, when, when I had my condition, I, I, I my uh, heart stopped for seven minutes, and they had three nurses did CPR on me for seven minutes, and I came back. So I was like, when I woke up, I was in a coma for two days, and I woke up. Um, my older brother asked me, he goes, hey, hey, did you see dad? Because my dad passed away in like 03. He goes, hey, hey, did you see dad? And my other brother was nudging like, don't don't talk about that. 
And like, after everybody left, he walked into the room, he goes, do you remember what happened to you? And I go, no. Because I had a, had a ventilator in my mouth, and I wrote down no, because I couldn't talk. Yeah. And he says, because, because you, weren't, you weren't here for seven minutes. They did CPR on you. That's why you got a ventilator in your mouth. And I, I go, wow. I didn't, to me, it just felt like a dream, like I was asleep. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't see a light. I didn't see darkness. I didn't see, I just felt like I was asleep. Wow. So... But uh, it was pretty intense, man. You know, the, the, the physical therapy, the physical therapy, all that stuff is pretty intense, man. It was, it's so, it was like the, it was the hardest thing I've ever done, spiritually, mentally, physically. It was like the hardest thing I've ever done, and um, I don't know. So I mean, this this past season, like I started doing the podcast again in December. The first two episodes are just tied into what happened to me and how I how I got over it and. It was really, really hard to, get to talk about again. Yeah. Like I was like, I was choking up the whole time, and I was like, man, I don't wish this upon anybody, but I go, man, it's just like, it's just tough, because like there was a couple people that were, I am and me goes, hey, where's the show at? And like I was still in recovery, and I go, I'm in the hospital right now, I'm in recovery, so, uh, but yeah, I. It was all about. There's my buddy Jeff. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. He's he's one of the sponsors, right? Yeah. No. Uh, he's actually been on uh, like all kinds of TV shows. Nice. Uh, a bunch of stuff. He was on uh, Monsters and Mysteries. He had his own little segment and everything. Nice. Uh, he he's actually the guy who married us together. Really? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You married them together? Nice. So he's like a Bigfoot legend that married us together. Are you a deacon? Are you a deacon? I am an ordained minister. I have a PhD. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Well, not to get too far on the subject, but I'm glad you're still here with us. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you for I'm listening. Glad you make it come back. You know, and and I know your story is probably hard for you to tell, but there's somebody out there that needs to hear it. Yeah, I, I agree. Cause like I was talking to my nephew about it. I said we should do a show on my my recovery. He goes, I don't know if I want to do it. I said, dude, if it's gonna help one person. We got to do it, right? And he goes, you know what? You're right. You're right. I, I can't be selfish. We got to do it. And so we were we were both choking up on it because like I'm, but thank you, man. Thank you for listening to my show. It really it means a lot to me. It it really does. So I mean, um, because I'm actually you know I'm actually surprised because there was another lady that came because hey I came because you were coming and I listened to your show. I go I almost started crying. I go, yeah, <laughs> don't. But uh, but I I'm. You know, I'm going to check out your show, man. Oh, I appreciate it. It's a little rough, but, you know, we're getting there. So that was the last interview that I did uh, that day. I did a lot more interviews, but um, there was a, a lot of interference, and I wasn't able to to get a lot of them out, uh, and I do apologize. But um, So um, thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate everybody that listens, for everybody. Uh, but I cannot say how much I'm so happy with love and support. I will say that um, we had a winner for our very first uh, Queen Jeans Candles Bigfoot Freshie. Marcus W. Simpson um, posted on the Facebook group, um, the Times of the Horn, um, during our first contests um on last week's episode we ran a horn and you were supposed to 
um, mark down the time and then post it either on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And Marcus did it on Facebook, so he was our first uh, winner. So congrats to him. And I'm extremely happy with our sponsor, uh, Queen Jeans Candles Company. Uh, you can she does great candles. She does great candles. Um, she does uh, the Bigfoot Freshies, or she does Freshies. You can reach her at www.queenjeanscandleco.com. So um, you can go to her website and make orders and reach out to her. Um, she does a fabulous job, and she showmanship and presentation looks great on all her candles. So I would say check her out. Uh, you can reach her on Facebook. Uh, she's at Queen Jeans Candles Company, uh, or CO, um, on Facebook. Uh, order it. And, uh, we love her because she's a great lady and she supports Bigfoot Club podcast. And I support her. So, um, so other than that, I'm going to close out this show and we'll see you again this weekend. And I'm excited. So goodbye and good night.